Please tell me you don't actually nickname your penis the Zelda. No, not my penis. He's the Link. I'm a he's the I'm Link. A Zelda. I'm a Zelda main, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he's the no, he's the Master Sword. Oh, that's way better. Oh, it's way better. <laughs> Welcome to episode 196 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, uh, br- brought to you by the uh, OG Podcast Network, ogpodcastnetwork.com, uh, on Twitter, at OG Podcasts. I'm Felix Hergood, and I'm here with... Trip Zero. Neo Trip a- Zero. Neo Aoshi. And Neo Aoshi. <laughs> What's up, guys? We're What's back up, on homies? Discord again. Yeah, um, so we, we got a pretty good show tonight. Uh, we want to talk... There's a couple of really... Really, it's kind of like a slow week. So there's like a couple of like small news points that Neo was able to c- concoct or pull out of somewhere. Uh, <laughs> speci- uh, specifically, yeah, his head like no. He's like, don't blame this on. Me. <laughs> it's not uh, that bad. Like it definitely it's not a bad. quieter week. Very in much yeah. a slow week. I thought January was off to a fiery start with that. Uh, with those like barrages of news items we've gotten. Mm-hmm. And uh, some, and now it's quiet. Something going on with machinima, um, or is it mm-hmm. machinima or machinima? Or doesn't matter because they're dead. But they're we'll talk dead. About that. They're deceased. We'll talk about that. Um, and then, but before we get into that, we just wanted to kind of uh, touch base again with where we are gaming wise. Like, what are we playing? What are we doing? Um, and I guess we can uh, start with old Neo Aoshi over there. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah. Let's put the, don't, oh, not to put you hello. on the spot, sir. Oh, but you did put me on the spot. Definitely to put you on the spot. Let's put you on 100%. the spot. All right, so there are a few things I want to talk about, and the first one breaks my heart. And oh. oh, no. This past weekend, there was the Smash Brothers tournament. Smash Bros! Over at the Lunar Castaways uh, Twitch. They were, host- nice. they were hosting it, and there was like a pr- there were prizes. Like, a, like the first place prize was the uh, Smash Bros. Pro Controller for the Switch, and $75 oh, cool. uh, gift certificate to the eShop. So like it was, and there was a second place and a third place prize. So it was pretty good. Now I thought I had a chance, man. I thought I was a contender in this thing. Okay. The the way you're talking about it is kind of giving us away. I know it's the whole the story. whole thing. The whole thing. I'm ge- I'm telegraphing it real hard. Round one went really well. I I like whipped out my Zelda and she mm-hmm. she worked her magic. She worked her magic. I, I, I call it that as well, my friend. <laughs> he, whipping out the Zelda. Whipped, he was whipping out. The Zelda, yeah, the, the Zelda. Zelda. Uh, that is that is that's my main character. That's the my character of choice. I've I've. Same. Please tell me you don't actually nickname your penis the Zelda. No, not my penis. He's the Link. <laughs> I'm a. He's the I'm Link. A Zelda. I'm a Zelda main. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the penis is the he's the, no. He's the Master Sword. Oh, that's way better. Oh, it's way better. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Yeah, it depends on what kind what kind of like situation you have done there as your Zelda item. Like some people might have like an ocarina, some people might have like a boomerang, like who knows. The boomerang, yeah. <laughs> What's the the wind waker wand? I don't know. Deku Go, stick. Deku. Oh, that's better. That's better. Yeah. All right. So, With this tournament it was all fun. I thought I could make it to at least the top 3. Like I knew I was like I can place in this easily. 
Like, mm-hmm. I played a lot of the people who we've How played with. How many people? With. Oh, man. Uh, I don't have the bracket up anymore. I closed that shit the moment I dropped the tournament. But uh, uh, well, well, roughly, roughly, roughly. Here, I, got, like, uh, I got us. Oh, he fucking removed 20, 30, 40, 80? No, it was like, feel, it was, it was like 12. Like numbers no, it was this. like 16. It was like 16 people. <laughs> 16. Oh, that's not 16 bad. people, yeah. Um, so we we went through this tournament, and I in round one I I cleaned I cleaned house a little bit. I I want to say it was it was no sweat, but then this so you one guy pretty well and just and and we're like I'm in this dude. I got I got, I got this. It. And the next the next round I fought a guy who played Bowser in the first round, and he had the move. He had the move that essentially cleaned up everyone up until first place. And he, he, he wow, took really yeah he took the uh, the first place spot. He had the. I didn't uh, think big heavy players were the meta. Not well, yeah. I mean Ganondorf for me uh, for me Ganon it's like it's like Ganondorf King K Rule. Those are like two like of the heavier characters. Uh, mm-hmm. I I generally have an easy time with them. They 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 have some good workarounds. But this Bowser man, he had two moves that he he relied on very heavily. It was like the side jump, double feet kick. He did like a like a side kick. Ooh, which yeah, which yeah. was heavy damage and then he did the grab and then bowser like does like a flip and a belly flop and he'll just he'll jump up slam you down there goes like 25 percent damage just like gone like yeah and and three of those three or four of those is an instant ko so meanwhile Sheesh. i can i can dish out my damage and i have enough as zelda you have a lot of a lot of defensive moves that can keep players away from you and no mm-hmm. no lie here i'm a i spam i spam my moves i'm a i'm not I'm not afraid to say it. Look, no I, shame oh, look, here. I don't think anyone is above that here. No, definitely not. Spamming moves, spamming moves in a fighting game. That's Absolutely. why I fucking hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did you get it? Um, did you get it, Felix? No, okay. I won't. I just because I, I don't like all that. I don't. Oh, like it's that. a good time. It's a good time. Sorry. Um. So, uh, yeah. So I I lost, but I was the only person to beat him one round. Everyone else lost twice. I believe. Well, so he like just yeah. steamrolled the bracket, really. Steamrolled it, yeah. So the the rounds were best two out of three, two stock, no items, no 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 special moves, um, all in the same battlefield stage, which is a flat stage with the three platforms. So that's what every match. That's how every match was fought, and he fucking cleaned up house, man. He, was it somebody you knew from Emerging Gamer Discord? No, uh, it was hosted by Lunar Castaways over over at their Discord. So, so it was over on their Discord. Yeah, and he's a guy. He 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 was a guy. Uh, Spidey J was the winner. I should I guess I should say he uh, he hangs out in the kind of funny Discord and on the Lunar Castaways. I've seen him around, um, but he's cool. generally very quiet. And he came out of nowhere with Bowser, man. And you, n- no lie, there is a one player who I was expecting to fight in the finals. And I practiced heavily against his character, so that felt real bad. <laughs> uh, which was which was going to be a link. Thing. Yeah, I prepped yeah. for link. Um, Damn, dude. But yeah, well, in, I mean, you gave it your best. It sounds like I did. did as well as you could. Um, we're going to come back against strong because announcing now, uh, emergent gamer is going to be the host of the Smash League. Mm, we are. Did you hear? Oh, did you hear about that? Yeah. Uh, hosted by. I just by heard it right now on our own. Just show. now. Mm-hmm. This is live news, y'all. Live, it's real news. It's been a news. day of live news. If you weren't in for the pre-show, we won't tell you. But like, be in for the pre-show. That's what yeah, happens. Yeah, so we have to be in for the pre-show. Well, I just want to let you guys know I don't have any opposition to it. No, I think it's great. Uh, it's going to be hosted by our our. Uh, I'm glad to hear that because it's already it's, it's already, already happening. Thing, so we'd have to look. Let me let me give a shout out to I the put mastermind. Put my foot down. <laughs> Fuck. So uh, our our friend Quail in the Discord, uh, good friend of the show. Uh, it will be will be um, 
putting it together. He's the one doing all like the scheduling and the work and the stuff, and, and we're just going to host it. So you might actually just see it here on this Twitch and Mixer. So you might that's where you might be able to catch uh, any of the league matches. So it won't be a straight tournament per se, but it'll be a bunch of like, uh, you know, like uh, just different different matchups. Like, uh, I don't know, like how like UFC does it. Like, oh, this, you know, tonight is going to be this these fights. Tonight will be these fights, you know, and then it'll be like a season of... Uh, of different smash encounters and I don't that's know. That's a really, that's a really, really good idea. I'm excited for I'm, it, even though like, I'm really I haven't happy gotten smash yet, but I mean, I will, I'll watch, I'll, I'll cheer on people. Hell um, yeah. I think what we should add to our information, like when we post our episodes is information for our discord. So the listeners out there, you know, you guys that listen to us through iTunes and, and later on can join us. We on should the, say discord that link more often. Like to. Yeah. Um, well, I mean saying it, I I, I, at least gonna, at like, least that go at to least type that. in with something when they hear it. i know i never would do that but like you know if you could just tap in join it you got a place place mm-hmm. to hang out discord.theemergentgamer.com look i said with it. non-toxic gamers non-toxic required i'd like to think so all right so that was the first thing that happened uh i i pretty much shelved red dead so i could practice smash brothers so mm-hmm. pretty much all i was playing was smash brothers uh until today which i think we're going to talk about soon um uh both you and you and i trip have played the resident evil 2 one shot demo we have i just yeah. finished it moments moments ago before this show started and should we, uh, should we rip some of that should we talk about it? yeah uh let's do it and then we'll we'll talk about you know felix uh i want to i want to gauge felix's interest because i know you you and kevin oates trip are all mm-hmm. about the resident evil games and honestly from everything I've seen and just played, it feels like I, I said this before, but the game feels like I how I remember playing Resident Evil Two, all polygonal and all that back in the day. Like it, it's it's like yeah, it elicits the same emotion and the same like fear. And like I would walk into like a room and I go, I remember this room. There was a liquor that wa- you see run across the window here in the original game, and I mm-hmm. I remember like like placements of things and I don't know, yeah. just like door like like layouts of layouts of the building there so they've, it's pretty they've cool. definitely referenced some of those things like there are there are spots that do the same thing the original game does and other times they just kind of like hint at it and then they'll throw new surprises at you mm-hmm. um at the same time like in the um in the library area like there's a an area of the second floor like a weak spot in the floor where you will fall through to the first yeah, level. Yeah, that like, happened. That's still there. That fucking, that's still that fucking there. got me. <laughs> is, um, there a, is there a plan to make Resident Evil 1 in this engine? No, because they've already remade yeah. uh, Resident Evil 1 twice. But not in this engine. Not in this engine. It is There is a uh, Resident Evil 1 remaster already available. Um, mm. It's on the PlayStation Store and all the other appropriate stores. But yeah, yeah. They, I can. A, was that a GameCube first release? Yeah, that was originally remastered on GameCube, um, and then they remastered that remaster of it. So it is. That game was scary as shit, dude. Yeah, man, they had the crimson you, heads in that one. The yeah. crimson heads, man. Yeah, I, I never finished one, it. Which one? Uh, the remake of one for like the GameCube, and then further on like PS3 and stuff. No, I'm thinking about it now, though. So the thing about the, the original game is is that it, it retains the old style tank controls and camera angles that are are kind of are kind of dated at this point yeah um, maybe i'll just play two 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 <laughs> com- takes takes that and goes okay no you're a third person game now and that is in the engine of resident evil 7 so it's like the same tech powering the new this new game too so is two a first person game two is third can- person no. Yeah, well, it's gonna be behind tough. the shoulder. Yeah, but like the menus work the same, the item systems work the same. All that shit is like 
the same template. Yeah, they uh, they uh, new new in this game and old from Resident Evil Seven. They're adding the gunpowder mechanic again, so you can craft ammo, mm-hmm. uh, which I noticed. And they added a new mechanic in this, which is um, uh, you can board up walls and stuff. You find like these oh, board up a wall. I boarded up a wall. Yeah. So like I never did that in the demo. That's cool. In the first treasure or in the, in the first like rest zone where the where the chest is, uh, there's mm-hmm. outside are those boarded windows and there's a zombie banging on the window in that room, and like you go to pick up the wood and it says, oh, you should probably use this to, you know, seal off to keep the baddies out or it said something really silly, um, and then you just you just board up that wall and then it's uh, oh, it's all protected. Um, wow, that's cool, dude. It also looks like it has some kind of um, like like uh, equipment upgrade system. Not like guns. I didn't see any like gun upgrades or anything. But I saw like eventually at one point I found like a gun pouch and that increased my inventory. So like it looks like it's going to be more expansive that way from the original game, um, which didn't really wow. do that. Yeah, I didn't didn't like Leon or Claire have like one of them had like more inventory, right? And then the other one had like better health. Like yeah, health management, like yeah, I think that's. Oh yeah, like like right off the bat, I don't know that for sure. Uh, Chris and Chris and Jill did in the first game. They had a, she was like the lock picker, but and had more storage. But Chris was more tough. He could take more of a beating than Jill could. So that was like yeah. the whole difference between the characters. Um, but this one, dude, it, it's looking fantastic. It look it looks beautiful. Shadows are gorgeous. Leon Leon's new look, like he's, he looks different from his previous games. But honestly, cool. It's like he looks. I mean, he looks like definitely like more fleshed out. Obviously, more of a realistic kind of like person, a, but like he still has like the vibes that Leon had. He's got like the hairstyle. Oh, he's yeah. got like the voice kind of like like it's a younger version, but it still has like some of that. I don't know. Leon's always had a very distinctive voice. It definitely then, like, feels like kind of they just like recasted Leon and we're like, here, you're Le- here, play Leon in this movie, and then like mm-hmm. it's just it's just another actor playing Leon. And I'm like, cool, yeah. like a James Speaking Bond movie, thing. Do you ever see that like direct to? Is it direct to like download, direct to DVD, Resident Evil movie about like an outbreak at an airport? Like Dude, it starred Leon? There's like five or six of those. Oh my God. But the, yes, I have seen the airport one. I love those <laughs> ones, man. Uh, but there were like, there's like a, like, yeah, there's definitely like five or six of them. And it's all like Leon and Claire stuff. And, and yeah. I think Ada Wong's in there sometimes. And uh, Ada's always there fucking around doing yeah, something. Yeah, she's always like a, a, a sneaky character who comes in between yeah. the games, you know? Very sneaky. So what, what, are, your, so, what are your impressions, man? Well, I mean, when I played it first, this demo, I played it over at Kevin Oates' house. Kevin Oates was very excited to have me try this. Very and, cool. um Went through, beat the demo, did it in 25. You did it faster, didn't you? you uh, yeah, I did it in 23 minutes, 52 seconds. Yeah, fucking AGDQ over here, dude. Yeah. I didn't read anything. I just like, I was just like, all right, solve the things. Got to, yeah, you know, push like, the Bam. thing. Yeah. I'm going to slow um, it down in the main game, though. I'm, I'm going to play it very chill. Yeah, for sure. As much as possible. I've had a, like, a slow but exciting, like, story and adventure with resident evil i didn't play them when i was a kid because i was like always so scared of these games like i didn't want to like get just fucking frightened dude and this shit was like scary as oh fuck. it was terrifying um so kevin and another one of our really good friends the two of them know these games like the back of their hand they could just they could actually speed run these games they know mm. how to run past the zombies in the exact moment they know where the items are and with the old games you can absolutely do that because everything is almost on a predetermined learnable path, you know, like, Oh, if I spawn here or I'll just, I'll hug the wall and like take a left. Once I pass like the sign and I won't get touched by anything and I can save all my ammo. Like they can play the game at that level. Mm-hmm. So my first introduction was really watching that happen. I was just like, Holy shit, dude, I was blown away. 
So then I bought Resident Evil 4 for the Wii back in the day, and that game was so much fucking fun with the little, the actual shooting mechanics with the Wii. Uh, Did it come remote. out on Wii first? No, it came out on PS3 first, I believe. Maybe, well... No, no. Resident Evil 4? 4, yeah. That, that wouldn't be PS3. I thought I played it on Then it game. was GameCube, and then it got re-released on 3. It was definitely a GameCube release. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I, I remember playing it on PS2. It was definitely on PS2 at one point. Was it on 2? I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was 2. I'm gonna, I'll look it up. Well, anyway. Go Actually, ahead, I don't on. know if I played it on the GameCube. I can't remember what I played it on. But that was a fun one, man. That like really opened up my eyes to Resident Evil. And then I've gone through 5 with Kevin... Because uh, you could do the whole game co-op, and that was really fun, even though it was a very different kind of style. Um, we tried to go through six. Six was garbage. He's trying to finish that with another friend, and I'm just, I'm like, dude, don't do it. Does man. it, six does is it matter what console I buy Resident Evil Two Remake on? No, no. Uh, uh, yeah. Felix, right no, now, there's no like multiplayer. There's just yeah. Just however you want to experience it. Um, I'm currently in a state of deciding whether I get it on console or get it on computer. PC. Um, because I would love to recreate my childhood feeling of sitting in my like living room, playing it on the on the TV. I got you know I got this new TV now, so I want to enjoy it. But higher resolution computer, I don't know. Sit in my dark room, I guess. Uh, no, I, th- I I think I'm leaning towards console for this one. It's like really weird for me to choose this, but yeah. it's very specific to this game. I'm thinking when, of that vibe too. Mm-hmm. When Resident Evil originally released, did that release, I've been talking about the first game, did yep. that release as an exclusive to the Sony PlayStation? It came out on the PlayStation where it did thrive, but I believe it was also on Saturn at the time. That weird. Yeah, so because I remember seeing a Saturn the, cover. It was on the 64. Uh, that was that was later yeah that was definitely later um it saw many re-releases but i think launch it was like um saturn and playstation one um, i had it on, i had it on sony playstation oh yeah me too i the and then i eventually got the director like i used to have the old cardboard big box of it do you remember mm-hmm. that first like edition of it and then the director's yeah. cut had the jewel case um Resident Evil 4 looks like, I looked it up here, GameCube first. It was ported in 2005 to PlayStation 2, so it did end up there. Oh, shit, yeah. wow. Um, and I believe that is where I played it. That game to me looked too good for play. Oh, I guess not. It was I around the same era. I, I think yeah. I, I think my old roommates had a GameCube in the house, and mm-hmm. it was put in the living room at one point on the main TV, and I think that's where I played Resident Evil 4. Mm. I'm pretty pretty sure that's where I played. Dude, that. Resident Evil 4 was a was a game-changing game. It changed the way like everyone looked at third-person like action design. It was it's that's crazy. The first time I I think that's the first time I played a game that had third-person over the shoulder. Yeah. Cuz I was like weirded out by it. I'm like what the fuck is this? Yeah, it like yeah. it like took its tank controls and then was like no, we're going to switch it a little bit so you can be behind the camera or be behind the back. And I was, it, it changed everything. It changed everything. It was a wild experience having yeah. that be my first one. Because that, that then led to games like Gears and yep. other all, things. All other third-person action games. Yeah, like it, it just, you can see like every, Arkham, they all like all go back to, like they all look at Resident Evil 4's like for early design and pull from that. But yeah, I'm very excited for this, this new game, man. It's uh, Yeah, I mean, going through 7 and then going through this demo, like there's a mm. lot of, similar feels and i appreciate that because it's easy to get into um it'll be probably less shocking scary than seven was because seven was like leaning very heavily on the pt vibe you remember the uh yeah i do the silent hills playable trailer um 
and like just that whole there's like shock value and of course it's it's first person so the shit gets right in your face so i think to some people that might be less scary being in third person but the game is going to be hard and challenging and stressful and definitely definitely scary like there were moments in the demo that like had you cornered that had you like grabbed and fighting zombies mm-hmm. and I, you definitely passed there was a liquor a liquor section yeah. to try out like there was um yeah. and i think i think it's gonna balance really yikes. well the moments that it's like quiet and suspenseful like those moments between the intense like oh fighting for your life moments that will also like ramp up like the amount of like stress and fear you know that you'll have i oh, guess absolutely. playing it um yeah. it's giving me a lot of like dead space vibes and like the atmosphere and just the way like mm. it all controls and how it's going to use atmosphere to like fuck with you and yeah like i, I hope it's another so. series that i avoided but i watched my brother oh play a little dude bit. oh it is so oh god dude space. i'm a huge bitch man 100 dead, dead space so good dude I'm so it comes out, it comes out I'm next trying. week Friday comes out this Friday as of the recording. We're recording on the Monday of this week. So all right, well, five days. I, uh, I have it. Oh, yeah, he, he's done it. It's happened. I just bought it on the PlayStation. You know, you're ready. Oh, buddy. like live, live right now. You just right on the air. He's ready for it. it. Off. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll, uh, I'm. I don't know. It, it comes out Friday, right? Why did it say available in three days? Then three days from now. Midnight of the Thursday night. Uh, yeah. yeah. Midnight of Thursday. I guess. Who knows? Um, yeah, that makes sense to me. Well, uh, anyway, that's... Also... Yeah, go ahead. I mean, also on Friday, we're getting Kingdom Hearts 3, finally. Are you playing after, that? Um, not not off the bat. Okay. No. If I finished the other ones before it came out, I would dive in. But at this point, I'm going to do Resident Evil. And then at some point in my life, when I do catch up and have time, I'll dive into it. I would love to hear someone... I would love to have someone on the show who has played it and would just tell us or t- or at least tell me about what it's like to be waiting this long and playing this game. I mean, I I feel like we can feel like what that's like with Final Fantasy 15. That's see that's okay, so I wasn't going to say anything because like I'm really happy that the Kingdom Hearts people are getting their Kingdom Hearts game, but I'm like, okay, this is kind of having the same it's giving me the same vibes that 15 gave out in its sure. long development cycle. And re- sure. recently it came to my attention like a week or two ago that I put a, I gave I gave Final Fantasy 15 a lot of shit for a long time. I was like, oh, they fucking had 10 years to do this, and they didn't. Did. They didn't you even finish the story. Oh my god! But it, right on but new neck. information has come to light, and I don't have the page up anymore because I I read through it a while ago. But it was essentially detailing how Square Enix handled its studios that were developing the game, and it came down to I'm going to say pretty much the Final Fantasy 15 team stopped developing 15 multiple times throughout the the, the from the announcement to re, to release and yep, they did it absolutely i think once to help final fantasy 14 relaunch and remake that whole game which yeah. i didn't know that team was even involved and in. i thought it was just you know uh yoshida and his squad doing their doing their work on that but and then apparently another another team stopped and helped i think one of the 13 final fantasy 13 teams because they made three of those games within the time this was announced so mm-hmm. anyway the point is, is I gave them a lot of hell. I apologize. Um, and I feel really bad. Well, you're, you're allowed to feel that you didn't think you got the game you were waiting for, or that it really took that long. I yes. Mean, I mean, people being bounced around and helping other projects is one thing, but you still have to make a game that's, that is good and is Completed, cohesive at the end yeah. of the day. So like they don't get a full pass in my book. And I was fully in like the love 
camp. Like, you know, I, I would throw out my like criticisms kind of, but I I loved that game. I mean, it had a, it, it had, had a lot of good in um, it. That's that's no no end, doubt. Yeah, I mean, but I can't I can't deny the fact that I didn't finish it. And what's the reason for that? It didn't it didn't hold me for some reason. And like I did. looking back on it, I finished it. <laughs> did you did you did you push yeah, through? I finished that game. The last thing I did was like the first live event they did. What was that like the Chocobo Festival or something? Because I was in that city. Oh, I was yeah. In, like, Water and City. Then they like, had like, like a they had an Assassin's Creed crossover at one point, which was like yeah, I did. I was I was not even. I was like, I'm not gonna fucking reinstall this game. Yeah. Well, I, um, I and then I had the problem I where I dive in. That. I don't know where I was. What's up? I, I experienced the Assassin's Creed uh, crossover event, but from the perspective of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> What I went, a weird mashup of yeah. Origins. I was able to I was able to get the sword and a shield in Origins. Oh from wow! Final yeah. Fantasy e- Egyptian assassins and then boy band fantasy friends. The, the way that it played out in Origins <laughs> is like a comet came in and like hit this like you know a pyramid or whatever. Sure. And then you went down and you had to solve like a quick puzzle. It was like this like sunlight puzzle. Mm-hmm. And then it unlocked this door, and you went in, and then you walked into a portal, and you physically like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I was in a place in. I think I walked through a portal, and then I was in a place in Final Fantasy 15. But I wouldn't recognize that because I'm right. Not, but maybe somebody play, would, right? Yeah, I never played the game. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. I, I got the sword and the shield, and I left, went back through the portal, and boom, I played with it. It was great. That's and insane. then you also, you also. <laughs> They also took the camel model, and then they mm-hmm. made it. They made it. There was a camel you could get. It was just a skin for the camel that made it look like a chocobo. Nice. Oh, I remember that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. The chocobo armor. That's pretty yeah. cool. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna wait on on Kingdom Hearts. I had a lot of a I'm lot waiting. of fun memories playing that game. Mm-hmm. Like I really, really fucking liked it, and I did everything you possibly could in an era before trophies and before like streaming and before like a reason to do all this stuff i just like was compelled to beat all the bosses in the coliseum even sephiroth like do all the end game shit like i just was was hooked by this game this weird mashup of my favorite series at the time which was final fantasy and like a property as huge and expansive as disney and i was just like what the fuck is what is happening (laughs) yeah Yeah. weirdest crossover i loved it man i was so like looking back it's so wacky it didn't even make sense even back then i didn't know what the story was i was trying to follow it but like no one really knows, you know, and, and anyone like, who says they do is lying. It's like, no, you're solid in terms of like how convoluted it gets. Oh, at, my at God. I, I, hmm, hmm. it does get convoluted, I mean, but I love every second of look, its look, wackiness. I didn't say I didn't love Kingdom no, Hearts, I know. but it just, it's, it's that vibe where it just like this crazy epic Japanese storytelling. It's almost like their soap operas where shit just everything has to be like 20 pages long in, in complexity. And then someone's distant relative returns from war and. Were, would you, you, know, would you guys? I'm, I'm trying to make a scenario. I'm not going to come anywhere close, anywhere clear, anywhere what, close bleh, to the complexity that actually exists in these stories. Where in your ranking of like co- companies that produce content do you put Square Enix? Are they your favorite, or are they? Mm, I mean, I don't. And I don't I mean if you asked me in like that, if you asked me like in 1999, like I would have like you know kissed the ground they walked on, but. They they haven't done as much for me personally lately. I don't I don't have like company loyalty like that. Yeah, I don't I, I don't feel I really that way don't, anymore. I don't I don't give a shit who makes the game as long as it's a good game. Like I know like there are companies that 
have a really high standard and that I respect, but I don't, if anything, I don't have like a preference or a rank. Yeah. If anything, I would attribute to any like fanboyism to the creators themselves, like your Corey Barlogs and your Kojimas and just the, the, the faces of the yeah, people that's, that's who have really the, people the vision and execute it. At this yeah. Point. Yeah. Um, and a lot of these creators are now like really like front facing. They're doing interviews. Like you know who makes these games. You know the people who make these games now. So it's a lot easier mm-hmm. for me to go. Okay, I like that person's work. I like you, Neil Druckmann. I can't wait to see the next thing you do. Like it's it's like yes. those. It's like it's those people. Person, Felix. Do you now? I picked him. Know? I picked him specifically for you. Yeah. Okay. But hey, one day, oh, one day, Neil God. Druckmann is going to become. Who's gonna not? I don't know. I was gonna say become a fan. He's not gonna be a fan. He'll listen to this podcast somehow, and then discover this thread. Like, why does we've been talking about so you much for years? <laughs> thread of like antagonism for years, and he's gonna hit you with like a season desist or some shit. It's gonna be really. Like, I don't want to be anywhere near that fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna make you a character in like like his next Uncharted, like a secret Uncharted game. Yeah, yeah. It's like a uh, a Felix NPC soldier or whatever. Yeah, you're like, like you're like, like a. Maybe Nate like two thirds of the way through the game, you're like a boss, big bearded, like mean motherfucker, and you're like, <laughs> gotta take <laughs> you down. You gotta. The only way to fight him is to beat him in the face over and over yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Punching Felix out one day, dude. It's gonna happen, dude. That that then I'll know I made it. I mean, mm-hmm. Then I'll know. Then you'll know, man. Well then. What else? Yeah, what else was, you guys uh, got? That was of the week. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of if I if I did anything. Well, we were still on Neo or different. Oh, I I, <laughs> I pushed it into Trips. Yeah, we did like yeah. a transition. Like yeah. we both did Resident Evil. He was, you know, we were overlapping at that. Point. Come on, keep up, keep up, Felix. We're we're on fire. Yeah, dude, we're on fire. We're live, live rolling, dude. Live yeah. flowing. So what's yeah, up? I what mean, do you got going on, Felix? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I discussed it a little bit in the pre-show uh, because I was literally playing it in the pre-show. Uh, dude you're obsessed I, I got really hardcore i got i think it maybe was 20 or 30 bucks i think it was 20 bucks i got civilization 6 on the switch uh, i also got a uh, city skylines as well on the switch very nice big city skylines with 30 and civilization. i have that as well it's actually really really fun uh i didn't play it yet uh, because i just don't want to bog myself down with two like real-time strategy type games at once turn-based real-time strategy games at once because that's just fucking shit is like it's like putting crack in my vein like it's mm-hmm. i am that addicted well, technically to- city skylines wouldn't be an rts it's like a but I know no, no 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 yeah. like yeah i, I know what tur- you're saying felix i meant turn-based strategy that's that's yeah all Micromanaging uh, tiny yeah, little—it's not worlds, right? Is, is the well, genre. you 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 wouldn't say that Civilization is an RTS, though. I would. Yeah, I, I think mean, it, not a full-on. It's like a it's not it's, Starcraft it's a combination one. Yeah, it's like a, ta- it's like a it's like a board game. It's like a tabletop strategy. Yeah. Strategy, but you are strategy. You are managing units. Yeah, there yeah. are there's unit management. Yeah, but yeah. there's more to it than you know, yeah, like a Starcraft. More, it, it is more like um, Warcraft. Ax- it's more like Axis and Allies than anything. I wish there was a fucking Axis and Allies video game. Oh, I would play the fuck out of that shit. <laughs> um, but, but you know, this is good. Um, but I've I've got into that, and I'm trying to win. 
I've been playing the same game for since you bought it last like week. A week and a half. How how much have you been playing it? Because I know I know the Civ hype is real for a lot of people. I, I've had numerous nights where I kept saying one more turn until five thirty in the that, morning. Do, yep. Turn, All right. I was turn. just checking that, if you've had that. That is the experience, <laughs> That's, man. That, that is, is real the experience with Civilization. Okay. It's but literally like, the only reason why I haven't gotten six yet. I still have five, but. I, Some I of know. the things that they've added now, I don't. You need to help me out, Neo, because you played five recently. So they have no, this not really. No, it's been it's been a while since but, I played. But five, you played but, it, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah, do yeah. You, they have a thing called districts that I've never experienced before. Is that in five? Um, that five was the first one with districts. I, it was in like one of the expansions. Okay. I want to say it was like Brave New yeah. World or something, right? Uh, probably. So yeah. districts, this game is all in on districts. So there's lots of different types of districts. And what I didn't understand in this first playthrough that I'm doing until much, much later was that each time you upgrade a district, it, like add a district, like if I add the neighborhood district, then there are subcategories to the district to upgrade. And I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. And I left, I left many of my cities just not upgrading the district further right and that's problematic if you realize that when you're in the 20th century <laughs> in terms of the timeline of the game um, because you had like what 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 they add dude it, it never makes sense though because those like, yeah go on those games add production speed let's stop i don't know what i just said those districts some of them add mm -hmm. production speed they add culture growth they add money growth you know like mm -hmm. the, the one that's like a marketplace yeah. type. if you stay ahead of the game and properly upgrade your shit you could be ahead of the curve in a big way if you want to specialize depending on what you're building but i didn't realize this in this playthrough that i'm in right now until like super late um, no dude i think you have to play like two or three civ games before you even really understand like how to fully even like be successful in any kind of way and oh it's yeah like, i don't know 10 in you're like oh my god they are fucking districts like everyone has that experience Felix it's the same boat you're like yeah, oh, they, they, they I can be really good at this but I haven't touched this at all ever the, the game doesn't really have a term limit it's 500 turns I said term limit I meant turn mm -hmm. it doesn't have a turn limit it's like 500 turns but the game well, doesn't like, actually like the end of the game and whoever is like the leader in terms of like general points wins well, that, and keep playing right the well, the, here's the thing that I thought that, but that actually that win actually happened for one of the other civilizations that like at around turn 300, one of oh, the so civilizations. They, so yeah, they got a specific other kind of objective. They win. ended up advancing their civilization and winning to in like some other category other than domination. It was like some other category. It was like cultural win or financial mm -hmm. win. I'm not really yeah, you sure. Can have, you could have a, a religious victory, a cultural victory. You could have a science victory. I always try and go for the science one because I'm me. That's where you send a rocket ship to Alpha Centauri, I think. I think you can do like, um, do you say religious victories too? Mm -hmm. There's yeah, a religious victory. The, the religion thing, I don't even understand. Like, yeah, I, it's all about converting I, cities and stuff, right? Religion is, it's a weird new system, dude. It's like people will uh, like, like will go and infect, well, I guess. <laughs> go uh, Religion, it's like kind of like a virus, you know? <laughs> their, their religion in your, in your area and the neighboring areas and like that influences how fast yours grows if you even want to go down that road and like say you don't choose to participate at all which i i didn't i had like i put no value into religion the last time i was playing at all yeah, i didn't build did any I. buildings i didn't build any people but like i think someone was spreading buddhism near me and they ended up having like a control over 
like two of my cities. They had a certain influence. Like the city was mine, obviously, but certain things were happening because of this religious influence. Right. And I was like, that oh, makes me think of in Game of Thrones, like a few seasons ago, where that religion kind of made its yeah. way into into the capital mm-hmm. city, and then like all of a sudden, everyone's like fanatical about it. I was like, oh season god, season six, yeah, yeah. season six, yeah. That's one that's, of the that, best. that's what that reminds me of. One, one of the best uh, scores was from season six. Oh yeah, uh, that the light of the seven opening. Which mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. To that episode April, where, that episode where she uh, she nukes the um, cathedral. Yeah, that was the end of that, and that's how you get rid of them in Civilization. You got to just nuke <laughs> nuke the city from orbit because you know. <laughs> I haven't nuke done that. that. Future uh, tech. In my current playthrough, I have just I've, I'm building the bomb. I just unlocked the Manhattan Project and finished that. So now nice. we can make bombs, but I haven't. I'm making my first bomb right now. What's your yeah. favorite way to play the game? What's your favorite way to like approach your victory? Like, or do you like the military dominance? Uh, be- well, because I don't understand the other ways to dominate mm-hmm. yet. Like, I I'm defaulting to that. Like, all I know is to take other cities by force. <laughs> That's all I know. So opposite of a diplomatic uh, victory, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I don't. That's really... got honestly. That's got to be the hardest way to win. I've never done that either. Like I got it a diplomatic victory. victory. Yeah, no, because people yeah. just—they're just dicks out of nowhere. Yeah, like, oh, they'll just—they'll just, they'll just be assholes. Fight you, dude. This might be the. Um, I think this is the first civilization I played that had spies, or have they always been in the game? Uh, just, uh, five like... did. Yeah. I'm pretty. I remember the five had five. scouts. That so could I probably picked, be upgraded. I don't remember, man. It's been way too long for me. I picked, make me want to reinstall it. I picked Catherine de Medici <laughs> of France. Slippery slope. I picked Catherine de Medici of France, and she gets a special spy bonus. Like her, she instantly has a spy the minute she reaches reaches um, mm. castle development technology. When you can develop castles, she gets one spy immediately. I got the free spy, and I've been I. The, it's a huge benefit because you send the spy to a other town. And one of the things the spies can do is siphon funds. Mm. So like I was siphoning money from the, the country or culture that I was fighting against. And that is a hugely effective ta- tactic. You break their fucking bank and you win because then they can't make fucking units. Oh, or, good. That is, that is or, very sneaky. That's smart. So, so building up a ring of spies and sending them into the, country you're attacking is really fucked up you drain but, them dry and then you sell them back your services no no no, no. i just dominate you them just dominate them, them. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. steamrolls yeah. through but yeah so i've been i've been playing that um kind of addictively and then i've been going back and forth between that and assassin's creed uh i really do want to finish assassin's creed you know i'm like end game but i I can't get there because there's still a good majority of the map that I have yet to uncover. So, so you just got to like follow the story path, man. Yeah, you just got to mainline that story. Just like I will. I'm doing. Uh, I did fight Medusa. Oh, crazy! Yeah, I fought her. Uh, she was the more difficult fight, but not as difficult for me because of the level of like upgrade. You're the highest to. fucking level in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's a mechanic. I imagine if I had played that at super low level, like it was probably probably would have been a pain in the dick. Um, because she has this like she turns you to stone. So if you mm. get in front of her gaze, you literally s- slow up and become almost stone. You know, like going in that direction. So it's pretty That's cool. Medusa. Um, but yeah, I beat two of the titans. I beat Medusa, and then I beat I beat one of the cyclopses. Actually, beat two of the cyclopses. So there's one more Cyclops, there's a Minotaur, and there's 
uh, one more. I don't know what it is. There's something else. Some monster. Yeah, some other thing that I got to fight. So. Should be fun though. Road to the end of the nice game. To... Nice. Yeah, cool. so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going with that. Uh, this week on the stream, uh, now that I bought Resident Evil Two, uh, I'm gonna be streaming Resident Evil Two starting Saturday, and then Wednesday and Thursday this week, I'm going to be streaming Elder Scrolls Online. Hell yeah, yeah. I'll, nice, I'll probably be streaming Resident Evil as well. I wanna I wanna get that on camera. Yeah, for sure. I will be as well. That's the vibe. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Cool. Cool, dude. All right. We want to hit. Let's uh, let's dive into some of these this week. Some of this week's adventures. Uh, you want to do the Machinima story first, or? Uh huh. Yeah. Do it. Let's let's get into this. Later. So, if you've been on the internet, I think anywhere, over the past ten or so years. You obviously you're a part of YouTube, and you knew YouTube as it kind of found its feet and and became what it, what it is today. But something you probably saw a lot around was this Machinima channel and this like M, spinning M logo, just a, a video brand that that made a lot of videos and had a lot of people that were a part of it. It was just this like content creation house and channel that was pushing out. Just Do you guys remember videos? Any, Do you remember any specific things you watched on it? Because I can't no, I just remember seeing it everywhere. I was like, "Oh my god, well, like, what is this?" It's just it's everywhere. Machinima, Everyone is machinima. Machinima used to be a term for like using like red versus blue was uh, back in the day an example of machinima. It was like using like game assets to make your own funny skits and videos. That was like like this yeah, is okay. like ten like plus years Grand ago. Grand Theft Auto Four. Grand sure. Theft Auto Four. They did a lot of machinima con- content. Yeah, just the act of using right. the characters in game as like as like actors for whatever you're doing, and like Red vs Blue is like the always the example I go to because it's it's the one that I I used to watch all the time when I when that was like a a thing uh, back in the day. So that that is I guess it evolved over time, but I, I haven't yeah. really been following their content recently. And I mean, they were at one point at least about seven or so years ago. Google bought them, bought the Machinima company mm. for $35 million because they were, at that point, the largest single page view generator for YouTube. Damn. Wow. I mean, that was that was how influential they were in, in that early YouTube space. So it's pretty um, much YouTube's channel, of, right? Because Google owns YouTube. As of this yeah. week, as of this week, um, every video on there, nearly everyone has been deleted or made private. Damn. Just gone. So Everything now- on the Machinima channel is... Is gone. There, I, f- I found one video when I was poking around there myself. As we talked and about, this is a big yeah. deal. Just, just in general, it's a big deal because they were a content creation and production house. So they made their own in-game content, but they also had like creators that worked with them. And you would be putting your video up for Machinima. They would host your video. They were the ones publishing your stuff. So there are tons of creators out there that have no history of their work because. They were publishing for years and years and years through Machinima. And because of acquisitions that have come down the pipe through going all the way back for as far as AT&T buying Time Warner over the summer, um, people are being restructured and shipped around and they've got plans for their own content generation platforms. And this is one of the things that's falling by the wayside. And it's it's really sad because it's kind of like a like a, a monument to what the Internet used to be and what kind of came out of that. You know, like we live in this creator age and it wouldn't be the way that it is without Machinima to some extent. Uh, when you first told me about the story or or when I first like, like you know, came across it, it it seemed as though I was like, oh, this seems like another case of YouTube 
like pulling the plug on a creator for whatever reason. But I was mm-hmm. not aware of all like the the behind the scenes like like hand trading that that goes on with with the Machinima brand. Um, mm-hmm. So this is really it's interesting. Under it is. It's an umbrella right now called Full Screen. Yep. Full Screen owns Machinima and is really, I think, getting rid of it slowly and replacing it with something else. Maybe they have coming down the pipeline. And Full Screen is under Otter. Otter Media. That's <laughs> who the owns one that who? Goes under the game. The, like the time, yeah, the Time Warner <laughs> brand. So like, oh man, they're differentiating all of their content streams, revenue streams, and maybe they'll have a gaming focus at some point. We don't really know. What Full Screen has said because creators have been reaching out to Machinima to them like what are we doing like do we still have jobs do we still work for you um and everyone is saying yes you do you know don't worry like there there's still the machinima creators networks that are out there those pages still have their content um it just it's a lot of confusion people are kind of scared as to as to what's happening because this well what happens to all that content like what if there were no backups like what if that was the only existence of it gone into the dust of the internet man god i hope they at least like pull these videos like that's like crazy to me like that's like history kind of like just like poof it is there it goes yeah well it you know the internet is pretty ephemeral it's you're saying that they probably exist in some form somewhere no i mean um i think it depends on the creator ephemeral meaning temporary it gets gone it goes away it's it's not permanent just a an ever-shifting floating existing being wow i mean machinima was so important in the early days of creation because it was hard to monetize it was hard to make this legitimate Mm -hmm. and even be seen and if you were on this aggregate channel it was a way better way to get your content out there and now that all these platforms have their own way to monetize people are are just themselves brands are themselves we are ourselves you know we're not under anyone we just we do what we do and put our content out um and that came out of this need for like independence and and freedom out of these these channels so like machinima wasn't always a a good thing like it was just a symptom of what needed to happen in content content creation but it is part of the history and it's still crazy that it just someone hit a button and it's gone shit just it's wild dude it's it's a wild turn of events they can't do that with trump can they no, because I'm, I think I'm, I think with his Twitter. <laughs> no, I, I seriously though I think with his Twitter, uh, he's not allowed to delete tweets. Right? Isn't that like? Right. It, it's he, he he has he has deleted tweets. Oh, he has right. really. Like, but like they're, they're like official. Yeah, they're like, like official archive. presidential. Yeah. yeah. No, I I didn't mean his tweets. I meant him. <laughs> well, that's just going to be eternal on all Look, the news sites. You know, forever. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan, but we'll, we'll we're gonna just go. <laughs> Glazer right over that. I didn't mean to take that political. That I'm not really a political guy. You know 100%. what you were doing. You know what you were doing. <laughs> God, that was the hardest derail. Right I there. De- I I derail it was like a. That. I know that whole thing. Bring back. a new train next to the train because that shit is not going anywhere, man. That train is done. Oh, yeah. man. Get everyone on the new one. All right. Yo, hey, uh, yeah. Felix. Uh, yeah. That uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out. Yeah, it's they they sad. had a they had a crazy preview event last week. Tell they did. tell me something I about did. the Mortal Kombat I Eleven. Did. I did not watch it. Damn it! But I I have an article. <laughs> One job. <laughs> pull and, pull and out the article. Let's as, see. As is the nature of media framing theory and yeah. 
Facebook. Um, I pre-ordered it because that event occurred, and then Facebook decided to frame me with advertisements from World Combat. Combat 11. You are like the easiest man. You just dude, see it. Yeah, you see an ad, you're and you're so like, "Easy, yup, get, um, boop, boop. Yeah, I saw an ad for Resident Evil 2 remake uh-huh. here on our podcast from your lips, <laughs> and I bought it immediately. You're right. Yeah, wow. you, you are the mark, Felix. You are just the mark, dude. So yeah. Like, so this, last this guy week, will buy everything. I'm literally just gonna week. walk into the store and buy Resident Evil on Friday. That's that's my plan. <laughs> last week I was, uh, but you're not gonna get that cool samurai sword. <sighs> you're, you're like yeah well like a week into playing the game uh, yeah i'm sure i'll have it or Lock. whatever it doesn't even matter to me i just want to play the game um yeah so Go on. yeah so at some point it popped up in the feed and i pre-ordered it um I, this time around i went with the uh giant like whatever ultimate thing which is mm-hmm. 100 bucks uh, because I know for a fact I'm just going to end up buying the characters individually, and that costs way much more money than if you just pre-order it. Because um, individually, nickel and diming yourself with you know each character is more money than the, right. I think. Uh, because you, they 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 dribble the characters to you like they did it for Injustice too. They dribble them slowly over time. But they you unlock them in the game though, right? Well, if you buy the um, no. These are characters that are never unlocked in the game. Are they like the season pass characters, like the DLC characters? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. That's what yeah, I yeah. bought. I, I bought the version of the game, essentially the price of the game with the season pass tacked on. Very so, nice. Um, there's going to be some really, really cool characters. Now, a little history about myself with Mortal Kombat. Um, I go way back on Mortal Kombat to the arcade. Oh, like, hell yeah. I've been, I've been excited. Like, kids were over here and they were surrounding the the street fighter fucking uh cabinet right and there you'd have like you know three layers deep of like people in a half circle watching two people go at it in street fighter i was over at this cabinet that no one was standing next to at first like playing this game mortal Kombat, as a 13 year old or a 12 year old or whatever the fuck age i was and I saw this game go from being not very popular at the beginning of the summer to one of the most popular things anyone had ever played. And I had started playing it prior to other kids in that arcade. I mean, I used to go to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and there was an arcade called Ryan's Arcade. You might know what it is. It's on the beach. Rehoboth re- is nice, dude. I remember, really playing, nice. I remember playing Mortal Kombat in that arcade as like a 12 or 13-year-old or whatever and when no one else was like on it as it being like a hot thing and then it blew up and then it was on consoles after that and then uh, then and congress I, I, met to talk about video game violence well yeah that was <laughs> that, that, that happened was, eventually yeah well, rip, yeah i mean my, ripping spines out of people's bodies was a, yeah. was a cause for concern mm-hmm. corrupting the, re- the youth the, of america the reason the ERS, esrb exists is because of hillary clinton pushing forth that we need game ratings uh, because of mortal Kombat. was it her though uh, Oh, mm-hmm. totally, one hundred percent. Oh my, I gotta go watch. I know that that video is still on C-SPAN. I gotta go, mm-hmm. gotta go check that out. Yeah, you want to blame um, uh, rating systems? <laughs> blame. I, honestly, I think that was the best thing to happen at the time because if the no. government came in and like started going, okay, what are you Let's guys making here? The content. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what what are these things? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? What are um, kids doing? I remember because of that, like Mortal Kombat led to like fucking green blood 
that was yeah. that was Switch. on the uh, Nintendo. And it was on one of the platforms Super had that Nintendo as like a censorship. Yeah, uh, censorship yeah. method. I remember that. Yeah, so you would you could a parent could go in and flip it to green blood so that you you weren't looking at red blood. <gasps> Um, but it, those games were pretty much fully intact. They mm-hmm. were the games. I, I think I remember the uh, those types of uh, what the very visual. Um, what do you call that type of like photo reel like video? Oh, FM, I know you're talking FMV. about dude. FMV. No, 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 no. He's talking about like the, Night um, Trap. The fact that the characters look L- look like, like they were photographic, but they're oh. like they're animated. They're you know they just have people that are like f- like photographed in their poses and they become. And, yeah, and, and, I'm, I'm, gonna, and I mean, I'm gonna look yeah, this up while you're, while you're talking about it. it. I'll find it. Um, but I remember that was dulled down when you got to like the Super Nintendo version. But for the most part, the game was intact. Um, then we went on, and I played Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, uh, which had so many more characters. And then I believe I played three, and that's where I fell off. I didn't play four, and I didn't. Play I had a uh, three Ultimate uh, on the Super Nintendo. That was my first like real introduction to Mortal Kombat. I never played that. It had like I 20 characters. I, missed, I think it was missed a that big one. roster. So the one that I brought me back to it completely revamped how the game played, and it was three-dimensional. It was it, it kind of like Virtual Fighter. Mm-hmm. It was called De- uh, Deadly Alliance. Mm-hmm. It was on the original Xbox. It was Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. It is reviled by people in the Mortal Kombat community as being one of the worst Mortal Kombats ever made, and it was the one that brought me back to liking Mortal Kombat. Wow. Um, Only because it had this really cool concept of switching to a sword fighting style. Right. While you were were playing, you could do hand-to-hand combat, but every character had a weapon fighting style that you flipped to with a button. It was like the trigger would flip you to, like, their sword, and then they would literally pull a sword out. And you'd have, like, a new set of moves that you could pull off. Yeah, like, Melina would pull out, like, like her size or whatever, and you would just... I do remember that. all the moves were different because now you were doing uh, their weapon fighting style, which was really cool. Um, so I got back into, so I never really left NetherRealm. Over the years, I've like been in and out of playing NetherRealm games. Well, now they're owned by Warner and they're part of the DC family or whatever um, as a, in terms of a, a game studio. And I went and bought Mortal, not Mortal Kombat 9, but Mortal Kombat, the last one. So it'd be ten. Yeah. And I bought I bought like the ultimate edition. And I got bored with it like super fast. Like the story wasn't really I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't into it at all. You know what, dude? And I loved the story of ten. And I just watched a friend play it. I I watched a friend play it too. It's like a soap opera, like a fighting soap opera. The graphics were so good looking. I might now now that the new one's coming out, I might go back and play it just to like just go through it. Well because it comes out in April. And I have the game on the shelf. Why tell, not put it in and just go through the whole? Just, story? Yeah, mess with it a little bit. Yeah, but tell, yeah, like, tell me about the new one though. What's what okay. are they? What are you I, excited I, about in this game? Neo's like you, motherfucker. Just start talking about the. Real He's giving story. me a history of the world part one over here. No, what, <laughs> but, what I, what, what, <laughs> but I love I, was, I love the history talk. I do love the history reason talk. I was le- leading up to this is because what I did buy when I was bored of Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. I didn't wasn't interested. Was Injustice Two? Sure. Also made by NetherRealm. And the mechanic, or not the mechanic, but the gameplay style that they added introduced with Injustice 2. It was not Injustice 1. It was not in Mortal Kombat. But in Injustice 2, they introduced an RPG-style gear drop-type system. 
And the reason why I'm very excited about this Mortal Kombat is they are introducing it in Mortal Kombat. And what it gives you the ability to do is get gear drops, like different types of, 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 of helmets and arm pieces and leg pieces and shit that you can then apply to customize the look of your character. And um, that I got obsessed with that. That is like like my favorite feature that they've come out with in a fighting game in a long time. It gave me an excuse to play it more. Um, I've put more hours in Injustice 2 than I've put in any fighting game in my entire life. Yeah, man, you played the <laughs> hell out of that. I'm still playing it. Like I play it off stream. I'm thinking about doing it. I'm, I said I was going to play Elder Scrolls Online on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. I'm thinking I'm just going to do two days of Injustice 2. Why the Dude, fuck not? Or, or play the uh, Mortal Kombat story leading up to the re new release. Yeah, maybe one day I'll do uh, Mortal Kombat. I'll do Injustice. I, I don't know if I want to wait. Mortal Kombat's not do the Mortal Kombat story in like late March or whatever. Just do it then. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but, okay, so a couple things that are coming out. So... You're going to have this new um, gear dropping RPG type style system, which is going to be great. So it's going to have that um, in regard to um, the character roster roster. They're doing some really, really neat stuff. Um, so something. First of all, Raiden is some character called Dark Raiden. I don't know who that fucking is, but people who are fan, huge fans of Mortal Kombat who know the story really well know who that is. Uh, definitely Scorpion. Sub-Zero, some character named Scarlet I've never heard of, Kano, and Liu Kang. Oh, she was classic. definitely in a previous game. The yeah, coolest... I'm pretty sure I saw Scarlet in 10 when I was watching my friend. Again, yeah. not playing the game, but watching my friend uh, play the game. Reptile, I don't know if he was in any of the previous games. Reptile was definitely confirmed. Do you guys remember Reptile? I do. I remember him in the movie, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, Reptile is definitely coming back. And the most important thing, they're bringing back Sonya Blade... Mm -hmm. who was not present in the previous game, who is going to be voiced by Ronda Rousey. Whoa. Wow. Hello. Grabbing that name. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Uh, That's kind of cool. How, how fucking appropriate is that? I mean, I don't know if she... It, I can't remember if she's a good actress or anything. I don't know, but I I could look at her and go, yes, that is Sonya Blade. I'm definitely, I definitely see that comparison. Um, That's cool. I really think it's awesome yeah, that she's so in it. So there's going to be some uh, there's going to be some pretty cool yeah so there's a bunch of characters in addition that I don't know at all so I'm not even going to bring them up that are a part of some of the other later uh, Mortal Kombat games that I didn't play. May I chime in? Go ahead. Uh, so there is a new character that is being introduced in this game, and he is a time cheating character apparently. Oh. His name is his name is Gyrus, and he's actually going to be a part of like the story, the whole story arc. Now, the whole arc of this new game is going to be breaking time. So, characters that have died in the past and have haven't been in the series for a long time will be making a return because of certain issues with time and the way this game is going to work out. It's going to revive older characters. Time, dude. Time's a dick. Yeah, dude. So, so there, there also was a lot of rumor. Uh, when I was playing Injustice 2 because the characters, what they do is they release a set of characters that are part of the main game. Mm -hmm. And then they usually release 6 to 12 extra characters that are released over time uh, as a part of the, the season pass. Um, one character that was totally 100% rumored 
uh, for Injustice 2 that did not come into Injustice 2 is now rumored again for this game, which is Spawn. Oh, Spawn? Spawn. Yeah, they thought Spawn was going to come to Injustice 2, but instead it was um, Hellboy. I would not be... Oh, that's funny, because um, I know they're making a new Spawn movie. I know there's one in development right now. And there is, is it a, really? Yeah, there is. Todd McFarlane's doing another one, and oh, uh, or it's Todd, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, Hellboy, the Hellboy movie's coming out. So if he if they bring him back, I wouldn't be surprised either because that would fit. I in the would movie. not be surprised if Hellboy ends up in this game as well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised because he was a he was a pretty solid character to play with in Injustice Two. Um, they also use, if they're incorporating what they incorporated in Injustice 2, they had this thing called the multiverse. Yeah. Where you, play the, where you play these things that change every day or after a cer- certain amount of hours. Um, they're, they're basically towers or brackets or whatever you want to call them where you fight a series of heroes. Yep. But there's, there's added modifiers that change the, the game play like for instance there's a modifier that puts you on the ceiling of the the fight is on the ceiling like it's upside down oh wow there's a modifier that adds ice and fire and earthquakes and like weird uh fucking power pops that like show up and give you a boost of like your whatever so there's all kinds of weird modifiers that drop in these multi verse events if they end up doing these for mortal Kombat, they're usually themed around something in the outside world that they're trying to cross market. So I got some info on that here for you. There is yeah. going to be the story mode and then two modes uh, that they told us about and one that they have yet to reveal. Now, the two other modes are the Towers of Time and the Classic Towers. So I'm assuming Classic Towers is like the old arcade mode where you where you climb, like you're literally climbing yeah. a tower of no, games. No time limit on it. No time. Yeah, it's just straight up like arcade mode. And then Towers of Time, Felix, I have a feeling that's what you're talking about is that's going to be, be like there. That's going to be like their multiverse thing. That's right? going to be like their multiverse where they'll have daily, weekly, and like challenges of yeah. that nature. Uh, like, for instance, the multiverse event that I did in Injustice 2 around mm-hmm. the time um, Justice League came out was you could play uh, a Cyborg event, a Wonder Woman event, a Flash event, and like another character event, Superman or Batman. And it gave you the ability to get the actual gear from the movie. Oh. So you, you, so I ended up playing that. Me and Flower, actually, Sleeping Flower, played live on my stream. And her and I just flipped the controller back and forth and earned the full set of Wonder Woman gear around that time for my Wonder Woman character, which so, I thought was really cool. Wait, did they have, like, Henry Cavill's uh, Superman suit and Ben Affleck's Batman suit? I, I I, I'm pretty sure, but I didn't play all of them. Mm. There were like they were all in the multiverse area when Justice League was in just had just been released into the theater, mm-hmm. and the only mm-hmm. ones that I ended up getting the gear for were Wonder Woman and Cyborg. But oh, gotcha. it was it was Wonder Woman's gear from the movie, and it was Cyborg's gear from the movie. So very nice. I remember was, when the the first Injustice put Stephen Amell's character model in the game. Yeah, and repl- yeah. and replaced uh, the Green Arrow in that one, and, and they had his voice and everything. That was awesome. I mean, if if you guys haven't played and i'm not talking to you guys i'm saying like if the emerging gamer community who's listening or whatever haven't played injustice 2 and you enjoy fighting games this is one of the best fighting games i've ever played um and they have top-notch voice acting work um yeah for their for their games i mean they have their green arrow inspired me to think in my head that i want their green arrow to play green arrow in the movie you know who their green arrow 
Arrow is? Who is it? Alan Tudyk. Oh shit! Oh, oh uh, shit! Dude. Okay. And he he's outstanding as Green Arrow, and if they he can just get himself into shape and fucking like put a mustache on, he'd kill it. He'd kill it. <laughs> I really liked playing through the first Injustice. Uh, Nether Realms has really stepped up the way they tell stories in a fighting game because before, like, I never would care. But I've watched, like, I did Injustice One, and I've watched my friend play Nine and Ten of Mortal Kombat, and they're like straight up awesome movies, and they inject gameplay at like really good, smart moments, and it, it yeah. feels good. Yeah. So I pre-ordered that, and I'm excited about it. So can't wait. You know, looking forward. It's looking um, very cool. Just attack on here at the end that Do discussion it. we're having about the art style in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Do it doesn't it doesn't have a name. Oh, They're really? just they were filmed actors and then they were just digitized those photos and videos into sprites. That's so okay. crazy. I definitely knew it was something like that, right? There was an there was another game that in the arcade that came out around the time that like Mortal Kombat came out. This came out, and they I don't know if they were from the same company or whatever, but they used the same technique and they were almost like compared by like friends you know are you mind. thinking of killer instinct uh no the killer instinct that was later right that. yeah the two games that were out in the, the arcade were mortal kombat and this game called pit fighter pit fighter and mortal kombat pit <laughs> fighter like, i know nothing about pit fighter pit fighter failed but everyone clearly no one's heard of it oh i see this right right it lost in the uh, in the in the fight uh, whatever in the it was put in out the pit it, fight. It was put out by Atari. It looks like. Oh wow! Arcade yeah. fight. Yeah, so this looks very similar. I'm doing a quick Google search. Published by Konami. But I ended up playing both of those games religiously: Mortal Kombat and Pit Fight. Oh, Mortal Kombat Mortal... like has some kind of a, like a monetary system here. There's like all these stacks of cash. Dude, Mortal so... Kombat looked way better than this. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I oh, just yeah. played both. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a pit fighter. <laughs> Dope. Very cool. It, cool, it, guys. It, see what I'm saying? It uses that same style of, like, animation. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been something going around the industry, like, oh, instead of, like, f you know, spending money on animation, let's just put people in costumes and take a picture and then give them to the digitizers, and then, boom, we're done. Oh, my God. Oh, God, look at the fucking horrible costumes that people are wearing in it. Some jackass had to wear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, he only had to, he only had to wear one, and then they just like, like palette swap the colors out. Oh, really? Yeah, like so like Sub Zero and Scorpion originally were just like palette swap characters. <laughs> yeah, see There's the blue, blue or yellow. The the windscreen brutality bonus. The dude is like standing on a fucking forklift. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, dude. Brutality All right. bonus. All right, ready to pack this up? Well. I think that's it, dudes. That's the show that's, for this week. That's the show, guys. It was well, a good one. Good yeah. talks. Good deep, deeper dives. Well, there was less going on, so we were able to unpack things more, which I actually do enjoy. I like. I don't really enjoy speed newsing because people could get news anywhere. I like unpacking this shit a little bit more. So that was fun. Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty important. Some, I, I have gotten feedback uh, recently where people people have said like you should explain some of the things you're talking about more in depth so mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think we're all I, getting better at, at slowly doing that because I, I do like touching on the news though i think it's important to like talk about current events oh, oh definitely yeah, hell yeah, yeah for sure hell yeah i just i mean i like being able to spend more time on it you know hell Get yeah deeper always deeper into the talks 
But yeah, we've been good at uh, throwing in little like descriptions of things or like giving context instead of just saying, you know, a name or an IP or something. No, we're we're doing the thing, dude. Doing the All thing. All right, well, let's, show, let's uh, sign it off, guys. Well, congratulate how well we did at this show. Uh, well, this is Felix Hergood and uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv <laughs> slash Felix Hergood, Mixer.com slash Felix Hergood. I do a Mitch chat where I do both services live at the same time. So please come in, watch me on either. Uh, like I said, and I just bought Resident Evil 2, the remake, tonight oh, yeah. live on the podcast. So I'll be playing that probably this, starting this coming Saturday. I, this episode will be out anywhere between now and Friday. So, um, so definitely it's probably going to be out on Wednesday or Thursday because those are my two days off from job. So. Um, but yeah, I'll be playing that. And then I play Elder Scrolls Online and I play Fallout 76 and I play Assassin's Creed, a bunch of games. So very cool. Nice. Uh, I'm Neo Ayoshi, and uh, you can catch me at Twitter at Neo underscore Ayoshi, Twitch at twitch.tv slash Neo Ayoshi, no underscore there. Um, I'll be, I do variety streaming, so you'll see a lot of Smash Brothers. And this weekend I will be playing Resident Evil. So. Please stay tuned for that. I can't wait to get scared again. Oh, my God, you guys. And that's it for me. It's going to be real, dude. Uh, and this has been Trip Zero. You can find me on Mixer. I'm a Mixer streamer, Trip Zero TV. I uh, stream every weekday, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. So it's a good, 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 good vibe. Usually we play Destiny 2, pretty much the main game, but we have branched out. We did Resident Evil 7 during Halloween, and we're going to be doing 2 for sure. So you can just watch mm. all of us get scared playing 2. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, it's uh, mixer.com slash trip zero TV. And then my socials are all trip zero TV. So I'm very easy to find out there in the internet land. Um, and again, we've been brought to you by the OG podcast network. Thank you to them. Cool dudes over there. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. He goes, what's on the whiteboard? You see that? Uh, it says it's still uh, the whiteboard that was uh, written by Oats, episode 129, <laughs> uh, Nintendo E3, uh, IO Interactive, uh, GTA, something about GTA 5, Stormblood, and then, and then in a question, Felix buys a Switch, question mark. Yeah, it probably wasn't a story, but Kevin was like, let's get Felix to buy a Switch. What, what are you, a steer? <laughs> What are you, a seer, Kevin? <laughs> Kevin I did watch. I did buy one. a switch. Stay tuned. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was treat yourself, 2017, baby. Treat yourself, 2017. Treat yourself, 2017. <laughs>